0: Man, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight in Vancouver, all my real fans. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to Sippin' on a 40. My name is Kyle Bowen. Shout out to SB Nation. Shout out to NUX Misconduct. Speaking of NUX Misconduct... Wherever you listen to podcasts, get the NUX Misconduct Network. Because why? Why should I do that? Because you get three shows with one swipe, with one tap. And you can make your hockey life just a little bit better. Do that for yourself. It's holiday season. Gift something to yourself. One swipe, one tap, make your hockey life a little bit better. Today, your Canucks, they lost to the New Jersey Devils. That's what? Four straight losses? That's five of Six? Is that what a team like that is supposed to embody? How can you have nine wins and nine losses and be a team like that? Not many teams other than what? The Cleveland Browns want to be a team like that. Hey, not to start it off so... You know, I don't give a fuck. This is the truth, okay? Cut the music. The Canucks should, should have never made that shirt this quick. This quick. This quick. Look at the last five years. You're jumping the gun. Ten games in. And you have the audacity to, yes, capitalize on a bit of marketing. On a bit of social media marketing. And make money off a shirt with a slogan with your logo on it. And the slogan says a team like that after ten games. What was it, ten games? Twelve games? Regardless that's pathetic that's sad that's jumping the gun that's giving that's giving a lot of ammo to the bitter bros that really is that really is i thought it was bold and yes you have to yes you have to live life with with no fear you do and at the 13 game mark i can't believe i'm referring to the the 13 game mark so so early The Canucks, they decided to make a shirt like that. And now, what, six games later, the Canucks have nine wins and nine losses. Hey, my expectations for the team, a lot lower. Been on record. I think the team's goal as an organization, when you keep the regime, when you trade your first-round pick, when you spend to the cap when you're in a hockey market, yeah, the goal is to make the playoffs. Personally, progression in my eyes is being competitive till game eighty two. And I do believe still. Yeah, I believe that this team has has made the changes, they play a different style, they've made steps. I think they'll be there. I think they'll they'll be competitive. They will. Mid April, early April. There'll be a reason to watch Canuck games. The team is different, but the team. The team's a team like that. A young team. A young team who's finished in the bottom, the bottom five for many years. A team that has that has Tanner Pearson, Josh Levo, Sven Barrchee, Jake Fertan, and Adam Godette I'm missing someone. That, that's that those players have to be important to your top six. And that's scary. It's scary for those fans who 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 believe that this team can do dangerous things in the playoffs. You know, temper your expectations. It's a lot easier. Or do this. You know, join me. Join me, guys. Guys and gals, join me, okay? I've told myself that I will make a, a full assessment of this team and base my energy and tone around that assessment after the 41 game mark. It's easier. Do yourself a favor. You can watch wins or losses and be mellow and understand things a little bit a little bit more clear. Now. Yes, this team lacks a lot of depth when it comes to their top six. Yes, Bo Horvat, who who looks frustrated. The dude's such a gamer; he can get frustrated. You can you can tell. He's fucking up on his passes. He's disrupting that power play. I'll say it. He is. He's looked bad on that power play the last couple of games. He's frustrated. What does that have to do with with the situation he has with his wingers? The many wingers. Once again, Bo Horvat is that type of dude. His wingers is a fucking blender. It's two blenders. You never know who you're going to get. It's been like that for years. Maybe he's frustrated with that. It is what it is, though. What are you going to do? JT Miller, Brock Besser, Elias Petterson. Not their strongest game 5-on-5 five five today. But they continue to produce on the stat sheet... Brock Besser with the lone goal for the Canucks. It was a snipe, too. Dude's getting better and better. That's Brock Besser. Streaky player. The Canucks' Phil Kessel. Sported an absolute bingo today. They continue to get points. But what they're also doing is they're solidifying the fact that this team is a one-line team. Now, if they do make changes now, and after four straight losses, losers to five or six... hockey hockey market my bad things are going to change yes Travis Green hit the blender today mid game and we saw the flaws with him hitting the blender again when your options are Josh Levo Sven Berchi, Jake Furtanen Adam Gaudet you're not guaranteed anything there was a moment there where Pedersen played a shift (laughs) with Schaller Josh Levo got bumped up to the first line JT Miller got to play with Horvat. In fact, they were using JT Miller like a seventh ward. He was bouncing around everywhere. Change is coming. Maybe Horvat will get a run of games if there is some success with Miller. I'll make the guess that there isn't much success because, because Green. I, I could see this. You know, they start the next game, Miller with Horvat, Becher and Pedersen. The first period doesn't go that well. They're not generating a lot of chances. And just because Besser, Miller, and Pedersen are so good, the lotto line, they get a crack in the second. And they do things. Because they can do things. Like, we've seen it. They get each other. They play well together. They're all point per game. They're they're producing. Moving Miller with Horvat will only mask the problem. But I don't see... I don't see much change outside the organization that's coming. It's going to be Barrett. It's going to be uh, In My bad. It's going to be Godet, It's going to be Levo. We haven't even mentioned Pearson. You want to talk about overreaction? Do you remember it was like, what, past game four, game five? People were calling the, the, the Pearson trade an absolute steal. Those tweets were going viral. Now, yes, you traded Gidbranson for him. And Gidbranson is Gidbranson. The Canucks are a lot better this year because of guys they don't have on their team. Gidbranson being on that list. Yes, that trade was somewhat of a steal. But it it reminds me of what the Benning bros are are famous of doing. And that's glorifying about moves Jim Benning has made. When the results are, are very, very, very small. The Benning Group, the Benning brus- the Benning Bros are the same group of people who were bragging about the Granlin trade, bragging about the Bearshee trade. They jumped the gun. Tanner Pearson, two assists, a couple of goals. That is not good enough. And yes, Horvat is struggling too, but it's not fair to Bo Horvat. You can't do that to the dude. Not to look so far ahead. I don't think a trade is happening this year. I, if you're a Canuck fan, I don't even i don't even think you want Jim Benning making any trades. I mean, he's already traded a first-round pick. I would just run the course. I don't think help is coming to that top six outside the organization this year. I need to look at the free agent list. It, it'd be a fun show to do. Maybe I'll do that with Trevor this week. He knows his shit. He's smarter than me. We'll go over some free agents next year. See who can play with Bo. <laughs> is that what we're doing? Hey, the Canucks threw 18 games. After losing today at Rogers Arena, a game that I was at, did I even mention that? I was at the game. Canucks through 19 games, nine wins, nine losses. But they're playing better. This is a reason why the Canucks, I I said it earlier, they could, they are going to be in the hunt for a playoff spot. And I firmly believe that, that it's, it's due to the fact that they have great goaltending. They have Markstrom, they have Demko. They have two guys who are competitive as fuck. They're gamers. In fact, in fact, turn them turn down the music. Turn on the music. We gotta say this. We we didn't get to mention it. Should have done it off the top. Everyone over here at the Nux Misconduct Network, we wanna send our condolences to Jacob Markstrom and his family. Uh, Markstrom just posted something on Instagram in regards to the passing of his father. He ended the the quote with with fuck cancer. I can't, I can't say that he passed before the game today, but it was pretty quick. So as far as like when Markstrom made this post, so I think the assumption could be made, and it's and it's a decent assumption that Markstrom played the played this game knowing that his dad passed away. So. I can't make the uh I can't make the real connection between this performance and, and what Brett Favre did when his father passed away the day before game. But damn, it it tells you a lot about Markstrom's Mark Markstrom's mentality, man. Like he's he's going into the season as an absolute gamer. Uh man, he knows that Demko is he knows that Demko is coming coming for his job, coming for that money. Markstrom's able to do the impossible. How do you do that? How do you do that? He must have a – well, I I can say this. I I think that when when the Canucks do those father-and-son trips and you've seen the photos, it seems like they're very, very close. Markstrom and his dad, once again, rest in peace to his father. They seem very close. This must have been something that he knew – he knew he had to do. And it's, um, yeah, it's sad. I don't, I don't know how anyone, anyone could possibly do that and, and do it so well. He did his job so well today. Markson's been doing his job so well for a long time. He's that guy you want in your dressing room, the ultimate competitor. He is the biggest reason why. This team is going to be fighting for a playoff spot. I I don't see anything changing. I don't. I don't. Markstrom's been on a roll. An absolute tear. Our condolences to the Markstrom family. Time heals all wounds. It's just just absolutely heartbreaking. It's absolutely heartbreaking. And fuck cancer. Uh, Before the game started today, I believe there was a family out dropping the ceremonial puck drop. And it was a family with a, with a son, the son who dropped the puck. I believe he was diagnosed with some form of cancer. And it's it's not fair. It's not fair. You know, me being 26, I know I'm not old yet. But I do feel very fortunate, and listen carefully, to live, to have lived a very, very long life. I mean, there's a kid at center ice right now dropping a puck. And he has this deadly disease. That is not fair. That is not fair. Life's not fair sometimes. And yeah, it's weird. I watched the game with my family today. A lot of members in the family at the arena tonight or today in the afternoon. It, it was it was beautiful to have them all around and just witnessing that. Oh man, just Hey, condolences condolences to the Marksman family. Again, time heals all wounds, to the family whose son was dropping the puck before the game started. He's going to get through it. He's going to survive. Kid seems like a fighter. Another kid I want to give a shout-out to was, oh, man, Sukraj. I think it was, like, Sukraj Dollywall. I'm sorry if I'm butchering the name, if I got it wrong. He was the kid who lined up at center ice, got to skate around with the team before the game started. And when they named his, uh, when they said his name for the whole arena, and they panned to his face with the camera, man, the, the kid was smiling. The kid was smiling. Hey, the kids, it's all about the kids. The future of the world are in the kids' hands. And yeah, man, oh man, just uh, got a little sidetracked there. I know that happens sometimes. A lot of information flying our way. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, let's go to break. Let's get an ad in. After the uh, after the ad, we'll, we'll go back to this this little debate or conversation about the second line about the depth. Got a couple tweets here. You know, not that long ago, the Canucks were were an offensive juggernaut. It wasn't that long ago. Temper your expectations, okay? You live in a beautiful city. Hockey is 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 fun again. It, it still is. You still got a competitive team. Join me on, on my adventure with making my assumption, my complete assumption about this team. Give it 41 games. Okay, let's run an ad. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting to your happy place for a happy price go to your happy price price line hey hey sipping on a 40 we're back shout out to SB Nation shout out to NUX Misconduct my name is Kyle Bowen now before we get into the uh the depth debate with the Canucks do they have it one line team yes who's Horvath gonna play with I want to say this. I want to admit to something, okay? I was that dude at the Canuck game today on a Sunday in the afternoon with his phone out watching another sporting event. I never thought I would be that person. There I am with a ticket purchased to a live sporting event to one of the best leagues in the world sitting down in my seat with my phone out watching the NFL. I was that jackass. And now, I don't feel guilty for doing it. My eyes kind of feel fucked up, not going to lie. Staring at your phone for three hours straight. Trying to bounce back and forth between between an ice rink that's lit lit the fuck up. is an ice rink good for your eyes? So bright. I'm going back and forth. Ice rink to my phone. Ice rink to my phone. I'm that jackass. Who does that? I do that. The Packers win today. In fact, hey. Oh. Oh, I'ma say this right now. I'm feeling it. Rest of the episode, we, we 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 playing this music. If there are any listeners out there who need an NFL team, I'll say it. I guess I can I can say it. Is there such a thing as chairman of the Packers Fan Club in the city of beautiful Vancouver? If not, I'm gonna name myself that right now. And if you are looking for an NFL team to jump on. We got, what, six weeks left in the season? I'm giving you that permission, all right? Join me as a Pakistan. Why not? Why not? They're going all the way. They're winning the bowl. I was that jackass. Phone out whole time at a live sporting event watching another sport. And no shame, no shame. A big reason why I have no shame is because I watched the Devils play the Canucks. I never want to see another Devils Canuck game. Absolute snooze fest, okay? Snooze fest! Before the game, I'm smoking one with a friend. We're talking about the game. We're excited. We get to see Suban. We get to see Hall. We get to see the Hughes Bowl. Again. We get to see Pedersen. And that's what we get. Yo, this this matchup can never happen again. NHL, if you're listening, don't even do it next year. Fuck it. I know there's brothers on, uh, on each side. Fuck it. No. Nada. The game is shit. That's bad for the league. That's bad for the sport. Absolute snooze fest. Now, 1 o'clock game at Rogers Arena. A lot of kids out. A perfect time to bring your kids to the game. And a lot of those kids were sleeping. They were. They were. Because they were watching bad, bad hockey. Horrible hockey. Canucks, are they a one-line team? Yes, they're a one-line team. I don't care what you say. I don't care if you're one of those people who bring up the Pearson trade. Uh-huh, look at that trade. Good brand. Some blah, blah, blah. is a good player. Ha, uh-huh. I don't care if you bring that trade up. It's for Tanner Pearson. You're the same person who bragged about the Berritchie trade, the same person who bragged about the Granlin trade. Get out of here. Get out of here. The team is lacking a lot of secondary scoring. Once again, Bo Horvat has a blender to his left, a blender to his right. I wonder if Horvat has any friends, any close friends on the team. He's always playing with different people. Man, oh man. It's going to be a revolving door. Gaudette, Vertanen, Levo, Pearson. Who else? Who else is there? Fernland when he comes back. Will JT Miller join that mix now? I don't know. I don't think they should do it. The lotto line? Come on. I don't think you you can break that up. You look across the league. Yeah, you want Balance. But how many times does it work when you split the line up? The lotto line is a driving force type of line. When they're going, the Canucks are going. And when there's confidence in your roster, shit happens. And I think the lotto line, it stares the pot. Keep them together. Find out another way or just be patient. The Canucks have good goaltending. Just be patient. They'll be in some games. They'll squeak out some wins. They'll be in the hunt. They will be in the hunt. Now a player that, that was brought up late in the last episode, or two episodes ago with Trevor, was Antoine Roussel. Roussel, he showed last year that he did have some chemistry with Horvat. He showed that he could be one of those heartbeat type of players. And he is gonna get a shot with Horvat eventually when he comes back, which could be what? Mid December, mid January. That's gonna be that's gonna be interesting. I'm sure Horvath can't wait to have Antoine Roussel be that that hero for him. Um, you know, Jake Frantan has an opportunity here too. He really does. He's had so many opportunities. Now he wasn't he wasn't that that relevant today. But nobody really was. So I'm going to give him a little pass here. Don't let it happen again though. Nashville Tuesday. Go out there. Bring it. Bring it, okay? All right. I got to get out of here, okay? Sunday Night Football about to come up. And there's not much to talk about. This game sucked. And yeah, you're Canucks. Losers of five or six. Temper your expectations. Let's stay patient till game 41. It's easier to live your life that way. Look what you already did. Through 10 games, you bought a fucking t-shirt. You bought a t-shirt for all your family members. Team like that. We're a team like that. You probably bought some tickets too. You're excited. You brought the car flags out after 10, 12 games. And now look, and now look, the Canucks are who they are. A team that's progressing, a young team. And the sample size right now, it's a bit too small for even me to make that assumption. So just wait till game 41, join my thought process. I'm inviting you in, live a better life. And in fact, I'm gonna say this, taking the Skytrain home, I, I peeped a lot of conversations. People talk loud on the damn skytrain. Especially after a game, rightfully so. People were sad. People were upset. People talking talking bad on Travis Green. People were shit talking bear cheat. The, the dude was just in Utica a week ago. This city cares. And this city is upset. Don't be upset. Look at it from afar. Observe. It's not that bad. And it's only been, what, 18 games. 18 games. Chill the fuck out. This was sipping on a 40. My name is Kyle Bowen. Once again, get the Nux Misconduct Network. You get three shows with one swipe, one tap. Also, <laughs> join the Packers wagon, baby. Let's go. You're listening to the biggest Packers fan in the city of Vancouver, the chairman of the fan club in the city of beautiful Vancouver. I hope you have a good morning, a good afternoon, a good night. I don't know when you're listening to this. But we, over here at the Nux Misconduct Network, appreciate it. Peace. We fucking appreciate it. Peace. Ay, Yeah, 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 da.